Hello, it's me again, Alex, one half of Cryptid Queens, and I am here today to talk about crop circles. And I think I might just go right into it. Caitlin is studying for the LSAT still, and she will be actually taking the test tomorrow. This comes out Thursday, so she's taking the test tomorrow. And everyone wish her the best of luck. And this will probably be the last Alex solo episode that happens, at least for now. (laughs) Um, So without further ado, I'll go into my sources and then we'll talk about some crop circles. So I got info from the New York Times, NPR, and the New Zealand Herald. So when I think of crop circles, I think of movie signs. Specifically, Mel Gibson saying, can't be made by hand, it's too perfect. But exactly what is the phenomena and how did they become synonymous with extraterrestrials? So a crop circle or crop formation is a pattern created by a flattening of a crop. Although obscure natural causes or alien origins of crop circles are suggested by French theorists, there's no scientific evidence for such explanations and most crop circles are consistent with human causation. But like, let's get into the not boring stuff which is, you know, the theories that aliens did it. (laughs) The number of reports of crop circles has substantially increased since the 1970s, but there's basically been no scientific study on them besides, you know, fringe theorists and ufologists. In contrast to crop circles, archaeological remains actually can cause crop marks in fields in the shapes of circles and squares, But they do not appear overnight, and obviously, and they're always in the same place every year, obviously. So Stonehenge, for example, has more ruins that actually aren't on the surface, causing like weird patterns around the monolith. But actually, half of all crop circles found in the UK in 2003 were located within a 10-mile radius of the Avebury stone circles, which are also a type of monument rock formation. Even though crop circles have mostly been discussed as a 20th to 21st century phenomena, the history actually dates back to the 1600s. A 1678 news pamphlet called The Mowing Devil is actually claimed to be the first depiction of crop circles. The Mowing Devil actually depicts the devil with a scythe mowing or cutting a circular design in a field of oats. And the pamphlet containing the image states that the farmer, disgusted at the wage his mower was demanding for his work, (laughs) insisted that he would rather have the devil himself perform the task. The circular form indicated to the farmer that it had been caused by the devil. In the 1948 German story, The Twelve Swans, a farmer every morning found a circular ring of flattened grain on his field. After several attempts, his son saw 12 princesses disguised as swans who took off their disguises and danced in the field. Crop circles are cultural dependent, it appears to be. They're mostly in developed and secularized Western countries where people are receptive to New Age beliefs, including Japan, but they don't appear at all in other zones. Fungi, actually, can cause circular areas of crop to die, probably the origin tale of fairy rings. Long story short, there are plenty of different Anglo folklore tales that describe natural phenomena potentially being supernatural. 
1888 letter to the editor of Nature by amateur scientist John Rand Capron describes how several circles of flattened crops in a field were formed under suspicious circumstances and possibly caused by cyclonic wind action, stating, As viewed from a distance, they were circular spots. They all presented much the same character, a few standing stalks as a center, some stalks within their heads arranged pretty evenly in a direction forming a circle around the center. In 1932, the archaeologist E.C. Kerwin observed four dark rings in a field at Stoughton Down near Chichester, but could examine only one. He said a circle in which the barley was lodged or beaten down while the interior area was very slightly mounded up. And in 1963, Patrick Moore described a crater in a potato field in Wiltshire that he considered was probably caused by an unknown meteor body. In nearby wheat fields, there were several circular and elliptical areas where the wheat had been flattened. There was evidence of, quote, spiral flattening. He thought they could be caused by air currents from the impact since they led towards the crater. Astronomer Hugh Ernest Butler observed similar craters and said they were likely caused by lightning strikes. So during the 1960s, there were many reports of UFO sightings and circular formations in swamp reeds and sugarcane fields in Queensland, Australia, and in Canada. For example... On August 8, 1967, three circles were found in a field in Duhamel, Alberta, Canada. Department of National Defense investigators actually concluded that it was artificial, but couldn't say who made them or how. <laughs> um, so the most famous case is 1966 Tully Saucer Nest, when a farmer said he witnessed a saucer-shaped craft rise 30 to 40 feet up from a swamp and then fly away. On investigating, he found a nearly circular area 32 feet long by 25 feet wide, where the grass was flattened in clockwise curves to water level within the circle, and the reeds had been uprooted from the mud. To date, approximately 10,000 crop circles have been reported internationally from locations such as Russia, the UK, Japan, US, and Canada, as well as Australia. <laughs> So since the start of the 21st century, crop formations have increased in size and complexity, with some featuring as many as 2,000 different shapes and some incorporating complex mathematical and scientific characteristics. Some paranormal advocates think that crop circles are caused by supernatural entities and that the patterns are way too complex for human hands. Some proposed entities are Gaia, <laughs> the Earth Spirit, God, which, like, okay, um, supernatural beings, the collective minds of humanity through a proposed quantum field, or my favorite, extraterrestrial beings. So in 2000, Colin Andrews, who had researched crop circles for 17 years, stated that while he believes 80% of these crop circles were man-made, he thought the remaining circles with less elaborate designs could be explained by a three-degree shift in Earth's magnetic field that creates a current that basically electrocutes the crops, causing them to flatten and form a circle. In 1978, two men called Doug Bauer and Dave Chorley confessed actually to being the culprit of a lot of crop circles in the UK at the time. They actually demonstrated how easy it was to make the circles using a board of wood attached to their feet. 
there are also tourists that came to see these circles, frustrating farmers even further. Quote, the tourists can cause even more destruction than the original circle, said the farmer who would not give her name. She said the owner of the damaged field had considered mowing over the design to deter visitors, but they would be losing even more wheat. It is just so irresponsible to be trespassing and destroying food in the middle of a global wheat shortage. So if it was me, I'd be looking for prosecution, she said. So actually only one creator of crop circles has been prosecuted in Britain for vandalism in November 2000 after he actually sent a photo of himself making a pattern to a quote ufologist to prove that it had not been made by aliens. The photo was then passed to the police. I'm guessing it was some type of sting operation. But even if most of these crop circles appear to be a hoax, how could there be thousands of these things spread around the world? And how could they happen so quickly overnight? Especially the crazy patterned ones. Dr. Horace Drew holds a PhD in chemistry from Caltech, the California Institute of Technology, and also works as a molecular biologist, and he's been researching crop circles and aliens for 20 years. The reason why he started researching aliens and crop circles is because he said he saw a UFO when he was 10 years old. Dr. Drew said he was one of a handful of scientists around the world who had worked to successfully decode some of the messages in crop circles. According to him, some crop circles provide general descriptions of the future. Other crop circles show schematic images of the future for astronomical or human events. He said some of the decoded messages read, Much pain but still time. Believe. There is good out there. Beware the bearers of false gifts and their broken promises. We oppose deception and conduit closing. Dr. Drew has developed at least two theories as to the purpose of the circles by reading their, quote, advanced version of binary codes. One theory is that they're trying to introduce themselves to us peacefully, like we do using bubbles with dolphins. When humans want to talk with dolphins, we put little bubble circles under the ocean with a generator. We watch the dolphins come up and play and investigate and study them. This is called the Dolphin Communication Project. So he said the dynamic between the way humans interact with dolphins and whales was likely comparable to how extraterrestrials communicate with us. (laughs) Barack or Trump have never said to a dolphin, take me to your leader, I want to sign a treaty with you, he said. They're ahead of us like we are ahead of the dolphins and the whales. His second theory was that the messages are not even for us. Dr. Drew said human time travelers from the distant future could be creating the circles as directional marks to help them navigate, quote, in their distant past, which is our present. There are definitely going to be humans living here in about 5,000 years with time travel capability, he said. They're coming back and flying all over Earth. They seem to just say, this is a certain day, and mark it. So the trouble is, we don't know space-time physics enough to understand what's happening. It's beyond our knowledge. Maybe they don't want us to know about it. It might be just for them. It's a theory shared by many folk in my field of work, he said. Dr. Drew said the circles appeared to be created by an unknown energy that heats the crops up. Basically, he said it's like a microwave energy, but is something beyond Earth's science. 
No one sees or hears anything, and that's why it's so hard to prove. If there's a craft, it's silent, it's noiseless, but there's nothing to fear, according to him. Don't be afraid. And... That's true. A lot of the UFO sightings, especially the descriptions are very similar about the sounds or lack thereof. So Dr. Drew said there is a lot of scientific evidence to show that some crop circles were made by human time travelers or extraterrestrial beings. Quote, laboratory results on plant or soil samples taken from a crop circle in Brazil in October of 2016 show that it was formed by unknown sterilizing images, he said. Jeffrey Wilson, a founder of the Independent Crop Circle Researchers Association in the United States, states that from the research that he has done, one in five crop circles are not made by humans. Mr. Wilson insists that circles of non-human origin can be distinguished by things such as higher radiation levels and physical changes in plants, which is a thing. One of the most famous abduction stories, actually, the abductee stated that there was a higher level of radioactivity around where the ship actually landed, and the trees around that area were growing really, really quickly, but only the sides of the trees that were facing the ship. Jeffrey Wilson said his group has about 40 volunteers ready to investigate circles, but a drop-off in U.S. sightings since 1996 and 2003 mean we have not been able to go into a field to investigate a circle since September 2012, he said. He also says, we still just don't have enough information for a valid hypothesis, so anyone who tells you they know how circles are being made is lying to you. So what do you guys think? To be honest, I really want to believe that some of these are legit, but it's hard for me. I'm kind of leaning towards the side of being skeptical, but like Mr. Wilson said, no one knows. It's hard for me to have an opinion on it. Critical thinking skills, probably most of them are human-made, but, you know, there's always outliers that can't be explained. Yeah, I'm going to leave this as an open discussion. <laughs> I hope you guys enjoyed this quick little episode. And we're going to be back in two weeks with Caitlin, and we are going to be covering the state of Georgia, which I'm very excited about. And you guys can follow us on Instagram at Cryptid Queens Podcast. And if you want to send us an email, it's cryptidqueenspodcast at gmail.com. And we'll talk to you guys in two weeks. Love you so much. Bye.